Or is it just what the doctor ordered? New Hawkeye TV show trailer. Is it going to be another string to Marvel's bow? Or will it miss the mark? Bruce Willis' career continues to die hard with new Russian TV ads. And a roundup of all the movie news and trailers we could find. Welcome to the Paul and Griff movie news show. You got myself, Paul. And you got myself, Griff. And just like Griff said, we are here to run down all the film, movie, and TV. Not all the, all the TV news, but a lot of it that's relevant um, that we can find. Yeah, it's good. Obviously, this is the movie news show, as people will know by now. Thursday, we continue Project 99 as we look at a film from 1999. Arguably the greatest film year ever. And uh, this week we're looking at Cruel Intentions. So buzzing for that one this week. So give me coffee and TV. <laughs> Chris yeah, more excited about the soundtrack yeah. than he is about the film. We'll get to that. That's <laughs> Thursday. But today, you've heard the headlines. It is movie news. Oh, hit us with it. What have we got going on? Oh, there's nowhere else we can start apart from the Matrix Resurrections trailer. Um, yeah, so... Interesting enough, like the day before they were teasing it, um, obviously we all kind of found out that um, they kept whatisthematrix.com, which yep. was teasing. And then we got a brand new trailer for the Matrix Resurrections. We did, um, and full disclosure, this trailer tore apart the Paul and Griff group chat this week. Pinion's rife. Some, right. some were for, some were against. I mean, I mean, it's only us two in there, but <laughs> over the place. You're very much like you. You loved it, right? Yeah. Well, all right. Basically, the backstory is you probably, if you listen to our Matrix show, which is in the archives and free, um, you probably know. Like, Griff is a much more uh, a bigger Matrix fan than I, so I'm just like. I kind of like the idea of this, this you know, very much real world, you know, but getting dragged back in the Matrix kind of vibe. And you were just a bit like, I don't know how I feel about this. You were annoyed about the look and everything, weren't you? I definitely thought he definitely liked John Wick. And I know they're filming at the same time and they were due to release like on the same date. But I'm guessing John Wick's been delayed to like next year or they've brought the Matrix like further forward. Bear in mind, like, I think I only realised like, three or four weeks ago that the Matrix was actually being released this year. It's really yeah. crept up um, that's going to be in theatres. Um, it looks... I don't quite get what's going on. Um, you've kind of got Trinity in it, but she doesn't know who she is. She doesn't know who Neo is. You've got yeah. what I assume is a young Morpheus. Um, yeah. And there's kind of a lot of scenes that you recognise from the first movie, but just with Morpheus instead of... I don't know. I'm hoping it's a big, massive um, red herring. And I don't know. I suppose I don't want it to make sense. So in that kind of case, it's going to be good. I, I love... I have no idea why he's got a duck on his head and a buff. <laughs> but that's the kind of wackiness we need, right? Yeah, um, I mean, 
I, I feel like it um it gets you excited enough, but then it also I mean I mean I suppose to think about trailers, I mean all the bit about him being in the other world and all that. I mean, that could be just a dream. That could be just a dream in the first 10 minutes of the film. Exactly. Which I'm hoping. You mean? Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Though? It could, that, could not, that might not even be real. He might be in a situation where it looks like he's in the real world dreaming or whatever, but he could be in the Matrix dreaming about being in another world and then waking up again. Yeah, totally. It, it, could, it could all be just twist on twist on twist. They could be showing you massive red herring for a film that maybe we're not going to see. Yep, yep. Um, did obviously notable notice that um, it's only one of the Wachowskis returning. Um, not sure why it's not both Wachowskis. Um, and a little bit, I don't know, if, depending on what your algorithm is on your Instagram, I did appreciate Budweiser's little... Um, they must have been pretty quick on the ball because we got, we got a poster one day early in the week a white background, a red and a blue pill, the choice is yours. And then Budweiser jumped on it literally the day after or two with um, Budweiser or Bud Light, the choice is yours, because obviously red bottle, blue bottle. And um, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, someone else did it as well. I can't remember who it was. Oh, we'll have to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, uh, someone else that was a... Design teams go rife thinking they were the only ones to think of it. But there was another one as well that I saw. It wasn't as good, but I did think, oh, okay, and they jumped on it as well. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's, it's good. I think it's interesting. I think timing's perfect. It's, it's another blockbuster. I, I, I think with the um, transition to going back to cinemas, because I do think it's a transition. The hardcores will always do it, but for the casuals, cinema people is a transition for people to go back to the cinema you do need big hits to get people back there and this is a big hitter oh you do and, and the matrix is the kind of film title that you have to see on the big screen um if you get your comedies and all that i think it'll take me a lot to at the moment to see a just a bog standard comedy at the cinema that's what i'm saying it's going to be the big hitters and that that's going to um that help redo it you know but yeah, um, it's expected December twenty second. Um, it's not the thing. It feeds the week after Spider Man, so um, yeah, oh, excited. And, it's kind of, and HBO Max as well. So in America, if you're listening, you got HBO Max. You get this for free, which um, that's wild. It's <laughs> absolutely wild. Um, yeah, it's amazing resurrections. Um, I suppose half of the press jumping the queue. Um, we got a Hawkeye trailer um, released um, as we record. Like just shortly ago, um, and it's very festive. Series based on the Marvel comic superhero Hawkeye, central in the adventures of Young Avengers, Kate, Young Avenger Kate M. Bishop, who took on the role after the original Avenger, Clint Barton, and he looks quite joy. It looks quite joyful. Yeah, I mean, um, we, we spoke about this briefly off air, and you know. We said Hawkeye does get a bit of a hard time. I mean, he's not he's not the coolest no. Avenger. If you want to you want to list Avengers, you know, people are always going to say Hulk, Thor, Captain America, Iron Man. You know, um, Scott Willow. They're all like um, the the sort of the bigger, cooler Avengers. So he's the least cool, I'd imagine. But the series, it's really good. Yeah, and I guess to add on that, um, he's probably the least screen time of all the Avengers. Well, this like, film he was just left out of. Like 
Black Widow, and obviously he, he drew the short straw in the Avengers of actually Loki kind of taking him over, and he was a bad guy for half the movie. Yeah. Um, he was missed out of. Um, he was missed out of a couple couple of films, and yeah, uh, and they had to almost. Um, I was missed out of Infinity War, wasn't he? You only yeah, in some rewrite almost. Yeah, but this looks a lot of fun. It looks a lot around Christmas. There's a great bit where someone's throwing a Molotov cocktail up at him, and he actually smashes the window before. To, so the cocktail can go through and he can catch it and throw it back down. That's the kind of shit I want. Yeah, and this is um while he's on the phone. And this is is this after Endgame and all that? Yeah, yes, yes. So this looks like someone's obviously um at Endgame when he kind of wears the um I can't remember the costume is yeah kind of outfit. Someone's kind of wearing uh, obviously you find out it's Kate okay. Kate Bishop wearing it. Um he made enemies when he was going for his dark path because of the snap. But, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of festive. And I love the fact that Marvel have this ability to just cover so many genres. This looks kind of like, not slapstick comedy, but this does look like light felt comedy. I don't know where it fits, like, like where you have to watch it for yeah. films to make sense. I don't know if it's got that kind of... I'm guessing if they're going to put Kate Bishop in the Avengers, I suppose it's her origin story. Um, True. And also, um, things like Black Widow, it, it's always harder when it's um, a film that it's sort, of, it's sort of a prequel. But if this, because it's on Disney+, Plus, and pretty much if you're a fan of the Avengers, I'm quietly confident you're going to have Disney+. Plus. It's kind of... You know, people are going to get into it just because it's new content, as we said before, isn't it? So it's got all the potential to be a big, big, big hit. Big. Totally. Coming out November 24. So, um, yeah, to Disney Plus. So, four. God of Thunder. Oh, we'll come to four in a bit. Um, uh, and just a random thing to break up the trailers. There's a news article I found. Which um, I'll try and find the video to post it on on Twitter later in the week. So Bruce Willis has accepted two million dollars for his likeness deepfake to be used for some Russian TV adverts for their mobile network Megafon. And it does make me worry. Like, what is going on with Bruce Willis? Obviously, with the trailer a week or so ago with Chad Michael Murray, but that film looks rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we we applaud for Nicolas Cage for doing like, okay, they're straight to DVD kind of stuff, but like, he's got a genre on his own, they're great. Yeah, exactly. Bruce Willis seems to be doing the opposite. Uh, um, yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, Nicolas Cage is basically, you know, the film that's sort of thrown around, like, who the fuck's going to be in this? And they just look at each other and go, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> you know, he's, he's sort of come out, and it's not bad because he's. He's been like bonkers films are being made, but uh, Bruce Willis. I mean, this this could be Die Hard Six or a scene from Die Hard Six, and Bruce nothing. Willis is doing the films that Cage turns down. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's, that means he would. Yeah, that's, that doesn't leave many films. To be fair. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just, I just don't get it because um, obviously we've got a new story soon about Stallone still do it going so strong. Yeah, I, swore, I don't know, and I suppose watching a kind of big screen stuff still but Bruce Willis just kind of 
I don't know. I see every now and then I see a new Bruce Willis film and his face is photoshopped on the cover where he's not even bothered doing publicity for it. I just, yeah, I do, I do worry about old Brucey. Um, but it's fine. I'm still waiting for, if anyone listened to our show, I'm waiting where Star came out about six months ago. And obviously I did notice that Die Hard 1 was not on Star, but all the other it, Die Hards were. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the announcement where they brag that they've got Die Hard. It's got, it's got to be the next month or so. I still think they're going to try and sell new to Disney Plus Die Hard. Earlier first. Yeah. No, it's um very much so. They're going to advertise it as a um a Christmas film, aren't they? To get a bit of controversy going and cause that divide that we love. And, it is um, Christmas. Yeah. I think we talk all more about it. Find the Die Hard episode that we've got as well. We've got Die Hard in the archives. Um, we do discuss that as well. We do. We, we come at it as, you know, the pro and the against. I've got a bit of hate for it, but we just put arguments for both. It wasn't necessarily personal opinions, but it's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I remember um, that. <laughs> we then got like, not kind of just, just quickly touched on some gaming news. So obviously, PlayStation 5 did kind of some, I can't remember what event it was. Um, releasing some new exclusive games. Um, Disney stamp all over it again. Got a new Star Wars game, Knights of the Republic. Got a Wolverine game. Yeah. Um, which, very teaser. And then we got Spider-Man 2 um, with Venom. And I thought it was interesting that Venom's going to be um, voiced by the Candyman himself. Did you know that? I didn't. I didn't, but I'm not against it. I'm not against it. And if you if you listen to his voice, if you told me that was um trying to find the actor's name, I feel really bad. I can't find it. I was thinking Wolverine is very much um it looks like oh, is it the first X Men film where he's sort of doing the bare knuckle fighting? Yes, yes. It yes. feels very much that, doesn't it? When he's in, he's in the bar, and they're yeah, he's like... in the bar by himself, and they're sort of teasing and provoking, and obviously it feels all like that that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks spot on like that. Um, and they've also, um, as I said, I touched on it quickly. Um, they released the new God of War Ragnarok um, kind of little trailer as well, and that's going to have like four in it, but like. I say fat four. That sounds, sounds um, I don't know what your terminology is. Big four. Endgame four. Endgame four. Endgame Depressed four. four. Depressed four. Tony yeah. Todd. That's lost, gonna... lost all your friends for. Lost lost all your people for. Tony Todd. That's the name we're looking for. Tony Todd will voice Venom. Oh, got there in the end. It's worth um, it. But yeah, that's just some some. Did game. you see the? Was the oh. marketing thing for the Candyman? Um... Real? Did you see that to get the final trailer for it? Oh, I didn't see that. They had to go to the website, and I think there was a recording bit. We had to say um, "Candyman." Like, was it like five times or whatever it is? Oh shit! Then you get in there. Oh, and then you got the final trailer. That's clever. I swear it was a thing, and people were like really scared to do it because you had to go to the website, and I swear you had to go to the website to say "Candyman." It's five times, isn't it? It's five times. Beetlejuice is three times. 
Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, then you get the final trailer for it. Do you remember at school, like, where they said at midnight you got to say the Lord's Prayer backwards in front of a mirror? You what, never survive it. it. No, no, it just, just it used to be a creepy thing. Apart from Candyman, it used to be like, say the Lord's Prayer backwards. I'm like, hey, that'll take me ages to work out. I'd have to write it all down. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd literally just die through old age trying to work out how to say that backwards. It'd be 20 past 12 by the time I've worked it out. <laughs> I'm not coming down, not coming out to kill that dummy. He can live. Risk it, risk it. Um, just it's just some little news headlines I found. James Gunner said someone would die in Guardians Three, um, which even though he's come out and said it is going to be the last Guardian Galaxy film, um, it is going to have a bit of um Rocket origin story flashback in it. But he said someone's going to die, um, which makes. Batista's come out and said he's done with Marvel, which I don't know if he's made to say that in touch with, not done with Marvel in that kind of thing. I think he doesn't plan to, he loves James Gunn, and I think he's just like, I'm just going to close the chapter. But I don't know. I don't know if he died. It's a big enough impact. Uh, I'm just trying to work out. I mean, um... We've already had Gamora die. Yeah. So we've already got a heartstring of Gamora dying and then bringing her back. I'm guessing Star-Lord, but then is he too big enough? We've had, we've had Groot die. Yeah, Groot, Groot can't really die. I think... Um... It would be Rocket. It would make sense to do an origin story about Rocket and then kill him off. It would, but that'd be sad. But is it like... Sad, sad. I don't know. Like, sort of, someone like Star Lord would be potentially sad, I know. Yeah, but then I thought, oh, no more in the MCU, but I suppose you are going into a new direction. I don't know. I don't know. It's very clever for him to say someone will die. Um, it may not be any of the Guardians, it may just be someone really random. Um, well, well, this is it. I mean, just because someone dies, it doesn't mean um... they can't come back. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the one thing we sort of really learn, isn't it? It is what we really learn, especially in comics. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's due to come out. We've still got, before Guardians of the Galaxy 3, we've got the the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special at some point. I remember that. Guess that's next year? Because definitely not this year. They would have advertised that by now. Um, I don't know. It's still got, it's only just September. It is true, true. Um, we'll see. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, Expandables 4, has added um, Andy Garcia. Not Andy Garcia. Yeah. Yeah, Andy Garcia has been added to Expendables 4, um, which will be interesting. I still need to see number three. Did you ever watch number three? Uh, no. With Ronda Rousey. No, not yet. My, my thing about the Expendables is it's very much just like that. Th- there's no one that they can add to it that excites me. If that makes sense, because you you you'd expect them to be in it. Mm. I mean, there's no one where you sort of go, "Holy shit!" It's very much just like you expect everyone to be the, the Expendables. It's not, you know, it, it, it's not. It's the who's who. It always has been. That's part of its thing. 
So they just say, oh, we've now got so-and-so. You're like, well, why, why aren't they part of it anyway? Everyone else is in it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so it's kind of, um, yeah, it, it's weird in that sense. That it, It's good, obviously, get more people, but it's not um, a super shock that no. they've already won. No, agrees, agrees. Um, missed some more trailers this week. We had um, last night in Soho, um, an aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters the doesn't want to be singer, but the glamour is not what it appears to be, and the dreams of the past start to crack and splint into something darker. Um, I didn't know it was Edgar Wright until like it came up at the end. Um, yeah. Very clever trailer. I didn't even know the synopsis until I just watched it. It seemed like one of those kind of nice joy. The trailer goes on for about two and a bit minutes, and for a minute and a half, it's all joyful, and then it kind of shows a dark side. And I thought that was pretty powerful. Yeah, I mean, it was... Um, it's very interesting. It's a cool little concept, to be fair, I don't, I don't mind it. It's got, um, yeah, it's got some potential to it. It doesn't feel like something brand new that I've never seen before in my life. Yeah, but I think, but maybe in a film I've never seen it. It feels something I've definitely sort of seen. Um, it reminds me of a Buffy episode where, like, they keep on going backwards and trying to save stuff. So I get what you mean by that. It doesn't seem very original, but yeah, again, I don't see, think I've seen a whole film concept. Yeah, it. I feel like I've seen a lot of sort of TV shows with this kind of concept, but never a film. And yeah, for some totally. reason, it sort of makes it. I know people are probably going mental. This about three hundred, but you know, yeah, I just that's the way it sort of felt. Definitely, it's got quite a good cast as well. Matt Smith yeah. as Jack, Anya Taylor Joy as Sandy, oh, Thomas definitely. McKenzie as Eloise, and Dinah Rigg as Miss Collins. Obviously, Dinah Rigg. She died last year or the year before. It must be one of Diana Riggs. Um, she died last year. One of her very last um, performances. Um, so yeah, that is set to come out. Oh, clicked on Diana Riggs, so I clicked off it. Um, doesn't got a date yet, so we'll see when that is coming out later this year or next year. Don't know. Doesn't say. It's just twenty twenty one. So must be sometime this year. Also, 2021, this is September 22nd, just around the corner. The Many Saints of New York, of Newark, um, pretty much who made Tony Soprano. A look at the formative years of New Jersey Gangster. And um, I think well, this is obviously trailer two. We did, we have done trailer one yeah. on a previous episode. Um, I do like the fact it's a movie and not a TV series. I think I can gear myself up to watch this. Uh, yeah, I think a movie's a much better approach. I, I think a TV series might be a little bit too dragged out for people. Yeah, totally. But I think a couple of hours um, to fill in a couple of blanks, I, I think fans will be up for that. Definitely. And as obviously we, we've announced um, before, Michael Gandolfini... Um, is playing um, Tony Soprano. Yeah. Which um quite fitting. Um, so, yeah. Fitting. I'm, hoping, I'm hoping it's good. Following an old um, whatever Ice Cube's um, son's called. Uh, he played him in um, 
What's that film called? Straight out of Compton. That's yeah. the word. That's the word. Um, September 22nd. Um, we then got an animated film. Ron's Gone Wrong. Um, Ron voiced by Zach Galifianakis. Um, this looks fun. The story of Barney, an awkward middle schooler, and Ron, his new walking, talking, digitally connected device. Ron's malfunction set against the backdrop of the social media age, launched him on a journey to learn about true friendship. So these little, apparently you're not, you're not it if you haven't got one of these little robots. And this kid wants one. And um, the one he gets isn't quite all that. It looks all right. Yeah, it looked it looked harmless. It looks you know all all these films are a bit of fun. It's, it's going to make you laugh. It's probably going to be emotional in parts as well. But it looks um, it all round looks decent. No issues with this. Yeah, totally. It's got Olivia Coleman, Ed Helms. Um, who else is voiced? I recognise you, Chat Dylan Grazier. What are you from? What show are you? Do I, oh, he was in um. Where are you from? Oh, where you, he was in Luca. Oh, where are you from, you little cheeky little git? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, looks all right. Uh, has this got release date? No, it doesn't. It says 2021. So, um, coming out soon, I guess. Um, we then got the full trailer for The Guilty. I think it was last week. We had the teaser trailer. And this yeah. week, we got the full trailer. Um, straight off the bat, I assume this is basically Jack Gyllenhaal's um, Castaway. Uh, I've got a funny thing, it's just him. Yeah. Um, there is other casting on the um, on IMDb, but I think out of the one and a half minute runtime, I think it's going to be all in. I, I, I am interested. It does seem good. I'm glad it's only an hour and a half. Um, have you sold on it? Um, not massively sold, to be honest with you. I mean, interested enough to probably give it a watch, but nothing I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing for, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, um, I think if I'm bored, it'll be on Netflix, I'll whack it on if I've got nothing else to watch. Um, but being a podcast, I've always got things to watch. <laughs> which will take it presidents. Uh, but yeah, it's um if I see the poster, October sometime. Um yeah, we'll see if it's any good or not. Um we've got a trailer for South of Heaven, um starring Jason Sadakis, I think that's him. Um convicted felon Jimmy gets early parole after serving twelve years for armed robbery. Upon his release, he vows to give Annie his childhood love, now dying with cancer, the best last year of her life. Unfortunately, it's not that simple. Um, I like this trailer. I just one kind of issue, and that's that, I know you haven't watched Ted Lasso, um, but he's talking just like Ted Lasso, and Ted Lasso's a really, like, harmless, lovable guy, and obviously this, this looks like he's out to, like, maybe, like, kill people. And yeah. That was my only really kind of issue with it. Apart That's from fair. that, I'm intrigued to the story. The, the... Yeah, I mean, let's say 
it's got enough there. I mean, um, it wasn't a major standout trader, to be honest, that we've seen this week. We've had other ones that probably bounced out more, but it's mm. probably the kind of film that I think when it comes out, I can see it getting more attention and I think a lot more people will be talking about it than some of the others. I do think it is going to be more intriguing story than some of the other things coming out. So I, I feel like as a trader, I sort of see it and I just think, okay, whatever. But I think when it comes out, it feels like the kind of thing where it would be like suddenly, for example, like if it was on Netflix, it would suddenly be trending like number two in the UK and you think, oh, what's this? I think it's got potential to sort of spread around and a lot of people say that it's decent. That's true. That's important. Talk about Netflix and old rankings and all that. Did you watch that new 9-11 documentary? Um... Was there a new one on Netflix? A new series, yeah. Oh, no, I haven't yet. It came up um, randomly on September the 11th. Um, why wouldn't it? Um, and it looks quite quite powerful. Um, if it was a one-off documentary, I'd probably watch it there and then, but it said series, so um, kind of got so much on the go. Didn't want to invest in a new series. But... Um, yeah, if you've seen it, it's any good. Let us know. I say it's any good. It sounds horrible, like tragic event, but uh, you know what I mean. Well, yeah, informative, and you know, it, it, it's it's going to be good in it, just from a different take. Tell you what, I've been watching on um, Netflix. I got a new series of the set on there. Oh yeah, you did um, work out your your enjoyment of it. Is it is it good? How many episodes are we in? How many deep? How deep? Are uh, we? Four. They're releasing them weekly. I think the next lot come out over here on the 15th, doing four at a time. But, um, yeah, I watched the first four. It, it, it's good. It's got a good amount of um, twists. It's got some sort of like, some quite sort of um, funny twists, I guess. So I don't mind it. Good. That's good. I'm doing it's hard, it, isn't it? Cause I can't really, so new out, just in case anyone does listen to it, I can't really got to talk about it about talking about it but I'm enjoying it <laughs> that's good I'm so deep with um, Mar- got Married at First Sight UK which takes up four evenings a week I've nearly finished Pose on iPlayer I've just started watching I've I- I got a bugbear so I don't know if you use BBC iPlayer do you use BBC iPlayer? nope so I wanted to watch this new Greg Davis programme The Cleaner I've done even seen the adverts for it where he's a crime scene investigator he just goes in and cleans after they've done all their forensics so I thought this morning before work, I thought I'll um, give the first episode a watch. Um, so I've gone on the page, gone to the top left episode. I've watched it all. And I found out I watched the season finale. I say season finale. It's just a comedy series of six episodes. But I did think I had a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of it. And then for some reason, they never do this. They've put all the episodes the, the, the other way around. Oh, and wow. just... so you've got no reason to watch any of the others now. Oh, I watched the first episode and then I watched 20 minutes of the first episode but you know what it's not um, it's not for me I thought I'm, I'm on the Greg Davis hype with all this Taskmaster new series comes out soon but um, yeah oh my final trade of the week is um, a Netflix film No One Gets Out Alive Desperate Without Documentation A Woman From Mexico Moves Into A Rundown Cleveland Boarding House then the unsettling cries and eerie visitors began. Um, this is more than your street. It did nothing for me. I don't know if you liked, you liked it or not. Um, when I saw the title for the trailer, I got excited. Um, 
when I started watching the trailer, by the end of the trailer, I, I was really bored. I thought it looked absolute trash. I thought this was what you're talking about, the new season of The Circle. <laughs> no one gets out alive. I'm in. I'm invested. Well, um, the next four episodes are here to, uh, <laughs> to come. And I say, good, go down that. But, um, yeah, this did absolutely nothing for me. I've I, um, been too brutal. I, yeah, I thought it looked pretty rubbish, to be honest. It's just... It's crazy, isn't it? Like Netflix just kind of, uh, they just do their whole, isn't it? Let's release 50, 50 items of entertainment a week and something will stick. So that's, you'll want to watch one of them. It's just... Uh, yeah, yeah, just I don't think this will be the one. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's probably going to be a couple of bits where people go, oh, there's a bit, they walked down the hallway and someone made a noise and it was really scary. But um, yeah, as a film, I, I didn't feel there was really a story there that intrigued me from the get-go. Um, there, there was no eeriness where I thought, what's that? There, there was nothing really that gave me anything that kind of proper grabbed me that made me think, oh my God. Agreed, agreed. Oh, look at that. And that's, that, that's all the news. Um, we'll just finish with um, just all the things that happened this week in history. Um, in 1949, Lone Ranger premieres on ABC TV. Hi ho, silver away, right? Oh, that's rubbish. <laughs> oh, oh, the TV show, yeah, that's all right. TV show's all right, yeah, yeah not the film. Um, 951, a streetcar named Desire, directed by Aliyah Kazan and based on Tennessee Williams' 1947 play of the same name, starring Marlon Brando and Vivian Lee, is released. In 1964, Bewitched premieres on ABC TV. I will say there's loads of like TV show premieres. It must be a very popular time for shows. It's in 1975, 40 Towers. Starring John Cleese, Prunella Scales and Andrew Satch premieres on BBT2 in the UK. Uh, I think I was about to sing 40 Towers. I think I was worried I was doing keeping up appearances. I thought he started. I thought you were going to do Wonder Woman's theme. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not again. She's bad. Oh, I've got fucking flashbacks. Um, In 1979, Quadrophenia, loosely based on the Who's 1973 rock opera of the same name, was released. In 1985, The Golden Girls, starring B. Arthur, Betty White, Rue McLennan, and Estelle Getty, debuts in NBC. Thank you for being a friend. Travel around the world and back again. Never seen the Golden Girls at the theme tune. Yeah. And if you need somebody, yeah, that one. I thought you'd just sing a random song, of course. In 1987, Fatal Attraction, directed by Adrian Lynn, starring Michael Douglas and Glenn Close, is released. In 1990, Goodfellas, directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro, Joe Pesky, and Ray Liotta, is released. In 1993, Frasier, starring Kelsey Graham and David Hyde Pierce, premieres on the NBC. Oh, 1995, it's in the archives. Seven, directed by David Fincher, and starring Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt, and Kevin Spacey, premieres in New York. Oh, nearly there. 1998, Rush Hour, directed by Brett Ratner. Starring Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker released Jackie Chan's Hollywood Breakthrough. Oh, I do love a bit of Rush Hour. 
In 2011, the critical acclaimed Drive, starring Ryan Gosling, was released. In 2011, Ashton Kutcher debuts in Two and a Half Men, replacing Charlie Sheen. Hashtag winning. Do you remember all that? Fair play, yeah. Charlie Sheen. He's still alive. I think back in 2011, I was like, this guy is not going to see the year end. Didn't he get AIDS? Oh, wow. Let's, go Let's have a look. Oh. I know he made um, anger management for like two seasons. I know he's done now. Uh, he's got AIDS. It's pretty it? deep. Um, oh, HIV friends and testers later done the Charlie Sheen effect. What? Sheen's personal office made headlines including reports of alcohol and drug abuse and marital problems, as well as allegations of domestic violence. Um, on September 17th, she publicly revealed he is HIV positive. Okay, God knows four years previously. Disclosure resulted in the vast increase of online search queries for HIV prevention and testing, which is later dubbed the Charlie Sheen effect. Oh, oh, he's still alive and kicking, which is um, good to hear. Completely married to Denise Richards for four years. Remember that? Mental. Um, and finally, Jojo Rabbit, directed by Taka Watiti and starring Scarlett Johansson, wins the top award at the Toronto Film Festival. And then um, that's this week. And I've got to ask you, did you have a good birthday? Yeah, it's lovely. Thank you. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Went out and um, bought myself some Funko Pops. It's been, it's been good. Beautiful. It's just we one here. Oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Easy. Um, please like, subscribe, share, and uh, yeah, let people know. Get people involved with this show because obviously you say things, we read it out. It's as simple as that. If you want to get involved in the conversation, where can they find us on Instagram, Griff? You can find us at Paul and Griff Show. And if that isn't quite enough adrenaline in the veins and you want to get involved in Twitter where the conversation never dies, where can they find us? at Paul and Griff show if you want to be really lazy just uh, hashtag project 99 and you'll be able to find our accounts that's another easy way to find us it's a great way to find us and both Instagram and um, Twitter yeah so there you go project 99 hunt us down get involved and um, yeah thank you as always we'll be back next week for more movie news but as you know, your week is not done with us as we'll be back on Thursday for Project 99 Cruel Intentions. One of the best of 99. One of the best soundtracks of 99. Or is it? Oh, see, see what you did there. there. Yeah. <laughs> see you Catch Thursday. You later. Bye. Bye.